right, welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. Adam, welcome today. Hey, good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Good to, good I'm excited. Here. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a new setup for you. Yes, yes. Yeah, first time I'm in the uh, the new uh, the new setup. Uh, you Which know. is basically us just turning the right, <laughs> <laughs> looking there. Right. Yeah. Yes, look, looking at looking our listeners. At ever listeners. Changes. Exactly. It's actually a suggestion by our listeners, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So now we're over uh, here. So. Yeah, now we're over there. Right. Ex- exactly. <laughs> and now we're over here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have an interactive show today. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the gentleman behind the camera uh, going to be involved a little bit, Mr. Matt Byers. Welcome. Hello, all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, this is going to actually be part two. These are questions that our listeners uh, have sent in to us, uh, and we thought we'd uh, handle them on the air because they might be some common questions that yeah. other people have. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. which which I think is a good thing. So, you know, without further ado, let's get things started. I'll have you do the honors and uh, flip the old hourglass oh, here. Here we go. It's your time. Where's the sound effect? Oh, it, it, there we go. All right. It's your time. Your money. All right. Excellent. So let's uh, let's go with the first question you have there for us, Mr. Byers. All right. Anne from Glens Falls wrote in and said, I care for my parents who live with me, and after they pass, they want to leave the house to me because of my care. My siblings know about this. Do I need something in writing? Oh, excellent hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely uh, a common one. Um, and the answer is going to be maybe, probably, but yes. Um, you know, we've we've talked a bit about this, of course, and uh, yeah, pretty much emphatically, yes. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, you, 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 everybody's like, oh, well, we have a, we have an understanding with the siblings, but you know, when people pass, um, we've seen very ugly things happen with families and fighting uh, for what mom and dad said was supposed to happen with said property, money, uh, heirlooms, things like that. Yeah, and I, th- I think the ultimately the the one thing that people don't count on or forget about is divorce. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. it might not be your sibling that uh, is going against you and saying, oh, you know, I, I need money for that house or right. whatever. It may be their ex-spouse. Yeah. You know, so something like a trust, the irrevocable trust, uh, you know, will protect that asset, especially from creditors or anything along yeah. that lines. Yep. Uh, but as with anything, you know, it doesn't hurt to have it in writing. Sure. Sure. You know, and I would imagine the majority of the time uh, families work those things out together, but you just never know. So it doesn't hurt to have a, a right. lawyer draft up a document uh, to protect all parties in, involved in it. Yeah. You know, um, as some some of our certainly clients know, our listeners should know, part of my background before being a financial advisor was in the estate planning world, um, not as an attorney, but as a director of operations for an estate planning law firm. And you, I can't tell you the amount of times that we would have people come in and say, yeah, I was supposed to get this. You know, I was supposed to get the house, but now my sister or my brother, whoever, is fighting me on it. Oh, did you have it down on paper? No. Okay. Well, that's the first yeah. problem. And, yeah. you know, what it would do, I don't, you know, how much time we have, but I mean, we could go into a whole, and we have before, but a whole episode of, of why it's good to have things down on paper when it comes to, like, a will and a trust. Yeah. You know, you know, and and, and uh, if you haven't checked out our estate planning, uh, you know, episode, yeah, uh, you know, click on Excellent. the link uh, below, uh, subscribe, uh, go down to the estate planning episode, mm-hmm. maybe listen to that one, a good twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes of you know, maybe answering that question a little bit yeah. more detailed, yep. uh, by a professional as well. What else do you got for us, Mr. Byers? All right, so Peter from Tampa, I have a small life insurance policy for forty years. I keep paying on it. Should I keep it or should I cash it in? Oh, okay. Well, that 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 we see quite often. Yeah. Um, you know, well, one of two things. If you're still paying on it, Peter, uh, chances are you may not have to pay on it anymore, but you can keep it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, uh, insurance companies will send on a letter saying that your dividend or interest is enough to pay the policy for you. Uh, but uh, that's a letter they send down. A lot of people get it and they don't understand it. Right. So they don't call and activate that uh, you know premium reduction, so to speak. Uh, so that's the first thing I think I would look at it is will the policy pay for itself? Uh, you know, it's in the benefit of the insurance company if you keep paying on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, obviously when especially when you're in retirement, you're trying to keep bills the lowest you can, right? You're trying to continue to maintain your standard of living, particularly in times of inflation. So it's always good to have a policy review um, and uh, and see what the little nuances might be that maybe you don't know and uh, and can therefore, you know, have a maybe not have to pay anymore. Yeah, you definitely want to have a enforced illustration, a full review done of it. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of policies where you'll actually put in more money than you get out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are policies out there where you'll keep paying on it, and your cash value is built up greater than the death benefit. And if you die, the death benefit goes to the beneficiary, not the cash value. Right. So uh, you know, you really want to do an enforced illustration. Uh, have somebody look at it. Uh, you know, if you'd like us to take a look at it, you're more than welcome to send it up to us. Uh, but if anything is sent, uh, you know, please uh, call us first so we can send you an encrypted email and make sure that everything comes right. uh, private yep. uh, and, and encrypted and secure as well. Yep. So, yep. Uh, so it depends. But uh, the other option is to cash it out and take the cash. Right. Uh, but before we make that recommendation, I'll just see we're to look at the the bones of the structure, so to speak, and and what the full picture is of the financial situation. You know, it may or may not make sense, but it depends on what your situation is. Yeah. Always. So. All right. Next question. Uh, Janet and Phil from Balsam Spa. Last year, I received a capital gain from my municipal bond fund. Is this tax free? Oh, OK. That's a that's a that's a good one because uh, tax questions you you would uh, you would assume. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, because right. a lot of times they, they says right on the, the name of the fund, tax free New York, tax free yep. Delaware municipal fund. Uh, but yes, in mutual for the mutual fund world, municipal bonds can declare a taxable capital gain. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's not too often that that happens, uh, but in years like last year, mm-hmm. uh, where a lot of funds declared capital gains, uh, chances are your, your your muni fund may have declared a capital gain that was taxable. Yeah, yep, yeah, and, and you know, and that was just to kind of hit that point a little bit deeper. You mentioned how even though the market was down last year, a lot of companies still declared capital gains. Yeah, and yeah, in situations we kept it was a question that was heavily asked last year: is why am I getting and capital gains. Yeah, and that, you know, that's a good point for down. a good review with an advisor, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, is the tax strategy of non-retirement money, uh, you know, of money that's going to trigger adverse tax consequences during the year, especially mm-hmm. years when it's down or you don't want it. Right. You know, you can't control that stuff in most cases, yep. but uh, if, if you're invested properly, you can. Right. Yep. So. Yep. All right. <clears throat> Pardon me. The next question comes from Chuck from Denver. Just found out about your podcast. And I love them. Thank you very much for that. Uh, quick question for you. You mentioned TODs on non-retirement accounts, like CDs. Is this something that applies to mutual funds as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. You know, well, I mean, let's put it in context, right? If he's looking at mutual funds in a retirement account, like an it, IRA, it does have its own beneficiary, right? Uh, which is, you know, I guess you would say a version of TOD, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, mutual funds on their own are another common source of assets that go through probate. 
So yes, you can definitely have an individual TOD or a joint account with TOD. Uh, you know, you want to make sure that those are just treated just like a CD or something that would be outside of an IRA. Yep. Uh, TOD is available for mutual funds. And, and just like the statements you get from a bank, from an investment firm, it should say capital T, capital O, capital D on yep. that registration at the top. Which for our listeners that don't know, that means transfer on death. So that's the, the beneficiary term for a non-retirement account. So, All right, next all right. question. <clears throat> Pardon my voice here. Bob from Raleigh. My advisor sent me forms to e-sign. Is this safe or should I request paper copies? You know what? It, uh, you know, e-sign, we use that more and more yep. every day. Um, you know, it's got to be from a trusted company, though. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, if it's your advisor sending it, then chances are that the you know the service that they're using is, is has been vetted. Right. Right. Uh, DocuPace is probably the most common one uh, that we see out there. DocuSign. Uh, DocuSign. Yeah. Yeah. DocuPace right. is the system you log into. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know any of those encrypted you know uh, file generating e-sign you know type formats are are uh, usually safe and sound. You know obviously you don't want to. Uh, open up an unknown folder. Right, right. And and a lot of times, most times, um, if not all times at this point, you know, anytime you get something to that is e-signable, you're, it's going to be a, um, you know, it's going to ask you for some type of information that in order to double check. Yeah, you know, and usually you need your phone. You need your phone. You need to or, get an SMS text code or something. Yep, text code. Uh, or so I would say code. yes, uh, but if you're not comfortable with it, mm-hmm. just request paper copies. Yeah. You know, a fairly simple question, but a lot of people, you know, uh, are sometimes are afraid to ask their advisor to send the paper copies after they've e-signed. Right. Um, But, you know, it's usually more convenient, more efficient, uh, and uh, it's usually faster, and then it also uh, records it as well. Right. Uh, But if uh, you're not comfortable with it, then by all means, have your advisor mail or FedEx, you know, Mm -hmm. secure mail down your information. I actually think the e-sign process in a lot of cases can be safer. Yeah, I agree. Then a packet going to a house, yep. usually normal mail or even FedEx being left at the doorstep that has your social, your date of birth, and your account your information. Your beneficiaries, socials, and dates of birth, and all of that. Yeah, it's your yeah. Yep, the security component of paper these days, you know, which everybody grew up with, right? But but now, with, yeah, as you mentioned, with the yeah, you see all these component. episodes of you know packages being left at a door and just people coming up not knowing what's in there and just taking yep. it. Imagine that was your IRA paperwork with your beneficiary information on it and everything. Yeah. I and mean, it's got your beneficiaries, your kids, socials, and dates of birth. Yep. And, yep. You know, your account number in mo- most cases, maybe your bank account number if you yep. have an electronic transfer set up in there. Yep. Uh, that's, that, that's actually pretty scary, uh, especially nowadays with, with those things going on. So, uh, so either way, but I would encourage you to e-sign it if you yeah. could. Yep. All right. Our next Question comes from, it looks like uh, a couple of folks who are newer to the podcast. So Cindy and Jim from Kingston. What can I expect if I schedule an appointment to use your services? What do I need to bring? Where will we meet? Will I meet with, et cetera? So questions great, like that. Great, great. Yeah. A, a lot of good questions. Yeah. So, uh, so first and foremost, uh, if you contact us through uh, one of our social media platforms, actually Mr. Byers will actually reach out to you and schedule you on, on our schedule. If you have a particular rep that you'd like to sit down with, you're more than welcome to, yep. to ask uh, for that person to meet with you. But you'll definitely get one of our advisors no matter what, somebody that's yep. a fiduciary. Yep. Uh, and then I think there were some other things in there, right? Where? Uh, where? We can do our office location here 
and very, rate them. Very flexible, yeah. yeah. Uh, for clients within driving distance, uh, we do make house calls like the old-fashioned doctor. Yeah. Uh, or we can also do Zoom. We do a lot of our out-of-state appointments, uh, prospects from different states via Zoom, uh, and sometimes a, a conference call as well. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so we're extremely flexible with it. Uh, what you want to have is uh, any statements regards to your financial matters. Uh, life insurance policies, statements, most recent statements. Yeah. You know, don't, don't bring in a statement from 2011. Right. Uh, you know, six companies prior. <laughs> I think my balance might have gone up or down by then. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, but those meetings are usually take about an hour to hour and a half. Um, and the first meeting is a consultation meeting where we're going over pretty much all yeah. of your fears, concerns, goals, objectives. Yeah. Um, it's really you talking more than us. Us just Correct. asking yeah. some good questions, yeah. uh, trying to get a lay of the land as far as what your expectations are for uh, investing. So, uh, yeah, the first meeting is really a, a good us getting to know you, and, and of course through the questions that we ask, you get to know a lot more about us as as potential advisors. As well. Yeah, you know, and as if, in any case, if, if we don't feel we can help you out with what you're looking for, then mm -hmm. we'll be honest with you and let you know that. Hey, you know what? I think maybe you should go somewhere else, or maybe yep. that there's a service at a local bank or something that you can you can uh, access as well. So, yep. uh, good good question. You know, very very pointed. Yeah. Yep. All right. Last question that we have so far for the day. Paul from Albany. Do you have or do any motivational, educational, or speaking engagements? And who do I discuss this with? Yes, we do. Mostly yeah. in the Arnold voice, though. I find we have to, that, that's the best motiva motivational. Uh, <laughs> But yes, Paul. Yes, we do. Uh, we do. I, we actually do a lot of motivational stuff uh, for high schools as well. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, on our other uh, episodes of Your Coach, Your Money, we've been in a lot of colleges and high schools mm -hmm. uh, promoting education and motivation through uh, the students and, and uh, investing. Uh, yeah. But we ourselves, we've spent a lot of time uh, in that public forum, whether it's through social security webinars, seminars. Uh, but we will go into an organization and we will do an educational motivational session on pretty much anything that somebody wants us to talk about. Yeah, we've done a lot of financial wellness programs with businesses, um, you know, helping to educate employees uh, on better ways to save and, you know, uh, college savings and all of those components that come along with those everyday questions that your employees might have. And, um, and you know, we do basically pro educational programs yeah. surrounding that. And the sizes can range. I mean, yeah. we, we've talked to hundreds of people. We've talked right. to tens of people. Right. You know I mean, uh, and, and the location as, as well. We've yeah. been in uh, break rooms. We've been in uh, garages, bus garages. We've, we've been in Zoom calls. We've, we've, we've been in Zooms. Yep, uh, yeah. yep. Yeah. Zoom uh, Zooms, uh, webinars. Uh, we've uh, uh, been invited to speak at, at different events throughout the country. So, uh, yeah, if there's an educational or motivational event that you want us to come and, uh, you know, kind of bring the show on the road, yeah. so to speak, uh, we, I don't think we'll bring the sign with us. It's right. a little, <laughs> little heavy. As long as we can bring this green light. You know, that's... <laughs> That's the that's the important thing right there. But yes, and, you know, and and once again, we educate and motivate, and uh, you know, there's nothing better for us than to speak to a, a group of people, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know, spur them towards investment and financial success. So, yeah. yep. um, you know, I think that's all the questions we had for today. But uh, you know, please keep sending them in. Uh, great content, and uh, you know, no question is ever stupid unless you don't ask it. Right. Yep. You know, no matter how small it is, and you know, if we think there's value, and, and we get multiple questions, we'll bring it up on the air like this. And, mm -hmm. and do more of these sessions uh, but you know when we get emails or calls in uh, with questions uh, from one person chances are there's 10 or 15 others that have the same question yeah yep. so as always you can reach us the essay group at uh, 43 british american boulevard in latham new york uh, you can reach us at yourtimeyourmoney.net for your net worth 
844-444-YTYM, best phone contact for us. Uh, So if you'd like to schedule an appointment, you can go through our website or you can like and subscribe as well. Uh, And please share the content out. Uh, We look forward to talking to you in the next session. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, what's doing? Your time. Your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is the marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Today's Community Spotlight, Cullinan Insurance Agency, LLC, 16C North Greenbush Road, Troy, New York, 12180. Phone number 518-326-1191. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman, Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779. Bobby Chase 84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment, objectives, or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Zotero representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific actions, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The Esley Group operates under Satera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Satera Investors is a marketing name of Satera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Satera Investment Advisor, LLC. Satera is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.